Hello everybody, this is Kia from Wicked Majesty and you are listening to Tea and Terror Podcast, the show that entertains with true and fictional stories from beyond the grave for people who love horror. I know, I know. It's been a while since I've created another episode, but you know, life happens. But here I am, and tonight I will be presenting part two of The Mask of Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. Now let's get into it. Amid the profusion of gold ornaments that lay scattered to and fro, or depended on the roof. There was no light of any kind emanating from lamp or candle within the suite of chambers. But in the corridors that followed the suite, there stood opposite to each other a heavy tripod bearing a brazier of fire that, that projected its rays through a through the tinted glass, and so glaringly illumined the room. And thus were produced a multitude of gaudy and fantastic appearances. But in the western or black chamber, the effect of the firelight that streamed upon the dark hangings through the blood-tinted panes was ghastly, in the extreme and produced so wild a look on the consciences of those who entered that there were few of the company bold enough to set foot within the precincts at all. It was the, in this apartment also that there stood against the western wall a gigantic clock of ebony. Its pendulum swung to and fro with a dull, heavy, monotonous clang, and when the minute hand made the circuit of the face, and the hour was to be stricken, there came from the brazen lungs of the clock a sound which was clear and loud and deep and exceedingly musical, but of so peculiar a note and emphasis that each lapse of an hour the musicians of the orchestra were constrained to pause momentarily in their performance to hearken to the sound, and thus the waltzers performed performance ceased their revolutions, and there was a brief disconcert of the whole day company. And while the chimes of the clock yet rang, it was observed that the hideous grew pale, and the more aged and sedated passed their hands over their brows, as if in confused reverie or meditation. But when their brows, but when the echoes had fully ceased, a light laughter at once Pervaded the, the assembly. The musicians looked at each other and smiled as if they, 
that their own nervousness and folly had made whispering vows each other each to me to the other that the that the next chiming that the next chiming of the clock should produce in them no similar emotion. And then, after the lapse of sixty minutes, which embrace three thousand and six hundred seconds of the time that flies, there came a, yet another chiming of the clock, and then there were at the same disconcert a tremulous and meditation as before. But in spite of all, all these things, it was a gay and magnificent reveal. The taste of the Duke were, were peculiar. He had a fine eye of help for colors and effects. He disregarded the decora of the mere. Well, that is our episode for the week. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more episodes coming up in the future, then definitely add the Tea and Terror to your playlist on Spotify or Apple Podcast. You can also check out the show on my Wicked Majesty channel. This is Kia, and I will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Have a good night.